Howdy folks, how the hell are we? It has been a... It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, today we are gonna have a, a doozy for you. Today we're talking about the police. Um, also, just a disclaimer, um, if you guys hear chewing or anything like that, or my voice sounds like not all there, I'm eating my lunch because, uh, this is the only free time I get, so here we are. Um, but with that, let's go ahead and roll the intro music. So like I said, today we are talking about the police, and, uh, I'm sure that right off the bat, every single one of you, all three of you that are listening right now are like, God fucking damn it, here we go again. Um, but you know what? It, uh, even though it's being talked about so frequently, it really isn't being talked about enough, because there's not enough people talking about it. Um... The police force in the United States is a militarized, just absolute abuse of power. Um, Not only is the police force just so unnecessary as a whole in this country, um, but the the way that the police force is run currently, it's run like it's its own military force. And it's like there's a war... I guess the term would be war on crime, but the issue is if you know anything about psychology, if you know anything about sociology, if you, like, if you know anything about human fucking beings, you know that when crime is met with force, or to give you a simpler example, When strict rules and violent abuse of power in order to enforce those strict rules is met by society, the reaction is not, oh, maybe I shouldn't commit crimes. The reaction is, how am I going to get away with the crimes? Because we in America do not have a justice system that is built to revamp and... uh, uh, what's the word that they try to use? Um, oh, what's the word? Come on now. I guess mm, I'm trying to think of what the word is. Um, it's not like, uh, a rehabilitation center. Um, it's a punishment, which is the exact opposite, which is not of what is necessary. Because even though every single 40 year old white dude with a small dick in the United States thinks that anyone who commits any crime should just be beaten with an American flag, that is not how you stop crime. You stop crime by creating a society where crime isn't necessary to live a safe, a safe, a safe, happy, healthy life. If you create a society where selling drugs, doing drugs, stealing, committing crimes like murder and shit like that, if you create a society where none of this is necessary in order to live safely, happily, and healthily, crime doesn't happen as frequently. And I'm not going to say crime won't happen if you create that society because there's always going to be crime. Because what is a crime now might not be a crime in a different society. And crime is subjective as to what goes against the status quo. So in a society where people can live safe, happy, and healthy, there's still going to be things that are com- considered crimes that people will still commit. But what I'm trying to say is if you create a society where the objective of the justice system is to rehabilitate and recreate a life that is 
better for those that feel that crime is their only way to live happily and healthily, then you have criminals, or should I say, fucking people who come out of the justice system better and living better lives. Because all that jails and prisons do in the United States is create reoffenders. Because when you go to prison in the United States, you're treated like an animal. You are brought up in a system that does not give a single shit about you. And you learn how to commit new fucking crimes in prison because a lot of times that's what you have to do to live happily and healthily in prison. So I guess, here, I'm going to take a bite. I've been holding on to this sandwich. I want to take a bite of my sandwich real quick. Um, so basically what I'm trying to say is the police force and the justice system in the United States isn't actually to combat crime or rehabilitate people. The justice system and the police force in the United States is to oppress, to condemn, and to enslave. Because that's what it always was. Sorry, my uh, phone stopped recording. So, basically what I was saying was, um, you need to watch the, uh, the documentary 13th. It's about, um, when the 13th Amendment was written in to the Constitution and slavery was abolished and how even though legally America has changed since then, socially and ideologically, they really haven't. There's been very few steps forward in the mentality towards uh, not only black people, but anyone who is a person of color, anyone who is not a white Christian male, basically. Um, But it focuses on black people. Um, and basically what happened was before slavery was abolished, there was basically like these, uh, bounty hunter group type people who, uh, went around and tried to capture runaway slaves. So when slavery was abolished, Now you have all these people who are trained to go after, capture, and re-enslave black people. And when slavery was abolished, not only did you now have 3 million slaves who had to be integrated into society, but you had all these people whose main job was to go capture uh, former slaves. So the two and two coincided. So first of all, the, the socially held mentality, um, the socially accepted thing at the time was that uh, black people were not human. They were slaves. Um, and I don't care what your history book says. The North wasn't any better. No part of the United States at that time really, truly across the board thought that every single black person was a human being. They might have had like one guy who was a slave and then they gave him his own life and like they got along with him well but the the across the board mentality was that black people weren't humans so once slavery becomes abolished now you like i said you have these three million human beings who have to re or i guess really integrate for the first time into society as people well nobody wanted that nobody 
So what do you do? Well, you take this police force that you already have, basically, and you take them from being slave hunters to being prison uh, prisoner hunters. So what happened was, I think it was something crazy, like 1.6 million just in the first year after slavery was abolished, 1.6 million people were arrested for chumped up crimes, just absolute bullshit. And most of the time, a lot of them were put right back into the job or area that they were in when they were slaves but now they were prisoners because what the 13th amendment has in fucking fine print is nobody can be owned or a slave unless being held as a prisoner so gee that's not clever writing or anything so basically now you have all these people who used to be slaves just becoming slaves again. And the police force, right off the gate, right after they start to become such a popular and militarized thing in this country, right off the gate, their first objective, capture black people. Um, so, I mean, it really hasn't changed since then. And I'm, I'm not going to go into specifics about what the documentary really talks about. I'm going to grab a couple points from it. But if you want any real background uh information or the history of it or you just want to watch it because you feel like it'd be something good to watch go ahead and watch 13th on netflix i highly recommend it but what i'm trying to borrow from that is the police force since its creation in this country its main goal was to capture and enslave black people and other people of color so when you look at what's happening in society now when you look at you know, all these young black teens, uh, all these immigrants, all these uh, non-Christian people who are coming to this country um, or already live in this country trying to live their lives. When you see headlines like young black boy slain in his backyard while raking the leaves or um, a 16-year-old child dies in ice captivity of the flu... And you think to yourself, how the fuck could the police do this shit? How could this be happening in this country? Because it's always been that way. Nothing has changed in the United States other than this plausible deniability. Because really, all the 13th Amendment is, is plausible deniability. The United States can now say that we don't have slaves, we don't have slavery, we don't have a racial prejudice... But it doesn't take a rocket scientist to look at the things that are happening in this country and say, yes, you do have slavery. Yes, you do have racial prejudice. And yes, you do have a just police force full of murderers. That's what the police force is. Um, so two specific ones that I want to go ahead and talk about. Um, so, of course, you have the, the big one. Uh, or I guess the big one right now, which is um, the uh, UPS driver who was killed in his car, uh, Frank Ardonez. Uh I mean, this shit is disgusting, guys. I mean, was it an attack on Frank Ordonez? I guess not, uh, because it wasn't like what we see all the time, which is just a, 
a young person of color in their car driving happens to have a cell phone in his hand the police officer kills him says he thinks it was a gun gets off scot-free um that that's not what this is but um what did happen was um i'll give you the you know the quick notes basically so there was a uh jewel thief who was driving down the road uh running away with this stolen jewelry and uh Police opened fire on a busy throughway, which had a family of five in a van across the street. It had uh, grandma, it had a bunch of people, and then dead center was Frank Ordonez, a uh, 27-year-old father of two, who was just fucking doing his job, just sitting in his car in his fucking UPS truck doing his job, and now he's dead. Because... The police force is not about justice. I don't know really how many articles I need to source, how many facts I need to give, how many statistics I need to read for you people, for everyone in this country to realize the police force is not a police force. They are a military force and they are murderers. And that's it. There's no such thing as a good cop. There's no such thing as a good police force. These things don't exist. The police force was originally created to catch runaway slaves. And good police don't exist because the only thing that a police officer does is they look at the system which exists right now, which is a prejudiced, systematic, systematically racist, sexist uh, system, which is there to oppress and destroy the lives of non-status quo following, non-cis, white, hetero, male people. That's it. The justice system that exists today in the United States of America is not at all about justice. It is about mostly revenge and mostly about racism. That's it. And a police officer is someone who openly sees that system because it's not hard to see. It's not hard to find. They see this system that does the shit that it does and they go, you know what? I want to be a part of that. I want to be the person that violently upholds these laws, rules, and regulations that destroy people's lives, murder people. I want that to be me. That's what police officers are. Um, And I don't give a single fuck about your uncle, your grandpa, your dad, your brother. They're all fucking murderers and class traitors. That's it, period. They are not good cops. I don't care if your brother goes to church every Sunday and has three kids that he loves. Your brother's job is to track down people of color and oppress them. That's your brother's job. Um, So we have Frank Ordonez who was shot dead in the middle of the street just doing his job because somebody stole some jewelry. Um, Not only is uh, stolen jewelry not a... uh, an offense that is required to be met with force and deadly force. Um, But on an open uh, freeway with something like 300 people right there, and you have, I I think the official ruling was eight police officers opening fire. How hard is it to see, guys? Like, 
I really, really, really don't know what needs to happen in this country before any true change happens. Because we've seen what this system does. We see what it does every day. And we will continue to see it murder and destroy people until something is actually done about it. So now, when it comes to abuse of power, not solely just murdering, uh, the police are also, you know, top tier. Um, back in, I want to read this correctly. Um, in 2017, Eddie Martins and Richard Hall, remember those fucking names, raped Anna Chambers. Two New York Police Department members raped an 18-year-old girl on camera with evidence of the rape and got away with it. This is a ruling that just came out um, a couple months ago. Um, uh, Even though there was uh, evidence proving that she was raped, uh, there was evidence proving that Eddie Martins and Richard Hall did it, they served no jail time. They received no fines. And they still have their jobs. Um, Anna Chambers went on to tweet. Fuck the criminal justice system. Which is a sentiment that I can 100% get behind. Um, they admitted on record. To having raped this 18-year-old girl while she was in custody. That is the most disgusting, perverse abuse of power that happens all the fucking time. All the time. Not only is this not even the first report of that year of police officers doing this. This isn't the first report of that year of New York City Police Department officers doing it that year. And this isn't the first report of it happening to someone who was in custody and on film and having people admit to it and them getting away with it. How the fuck does this shit happen all the time, people? And you don't want to do anything about it. I know I'm just sitting behind a phone recording a podcast, but like, It is so appalling to me that we live in a country that would allow shit like this to happen and go unanswered. Fuck Eddie Martins. Fuck Richard Hall. I hope they die the most horrible death. I hope they get fucking shot in every appendage of their entire fucking body and burned alive for that shit. Fuck them. Fuck every New York City Police Department member. Fuck every police officer. That's fucking disgusting. That is fucking disgusting. But it's not uncommon. It's not even close to being unheard of. This shit happens all the time, people. Police officers are not good people. They aren't. If you want any articles, any statistics, anything like that to prove that you find me, I will send you all the information I can find. There is not one police officer that is a good person simply because they become a police officer. And I know 
I'm going to get a bunch of shit for this. I know there's going to be a bunch of people that are going to be like, well, my, my cousin's actually a trooper. And, you know, he doesn't even write speeding tickets. Da, da, da. Fuck your cousin. Fuck your cousin. I hope he gets hit by a car. I really do. Um, and uh, this is all a joke for legal purposes. Uh, all a joke. Don't mean any of it. Totally. Nope. Don't mean it. Um, for legal purposes, of course. Um, but here's the thing, guys, uh, what continues to happen, and we see it in headlines, we see it, uh, on the TV, we see it, uh, even in our own day-to-day basis, police officers are just simply human beings with a badge and a gun who get to go out into society and act and do whatever they please and get away with it, okay? That's all a police officer is. They do not serve the people. They are not for justice. They are for abuse of power. Um, I have one person who I'm going to fucking blow up right now. Uh, I grew up with a gentleman who is now going to be a corrections officer. Um, While I was going to high school with him, I wasn't uh, as educated as I am now. And as open to calling people out as I am uh, And I really should have because there's no way he should be a corrections officer. Uh, On multiple occasions, this person had said extremely racist things to me. Talked about killing some of the people of color in my school as a joke. And talked about how excited he was to become a police officer. And when I tell people that, they're like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, that I, you should really tell someone. But here's the thing. He's going to be a corrections officer at the prison that's outside of Rome. That's right on 365. Um, I know of at least four people who are even more bigoted and racist than he is who have held positions at the corrections facility for close to 20 years. I know police officers that were friends with my brother while I was growing up who are just as racist, just as sexist, just as homophobic as this person and worse, and they have, too, been police officers for, like, 10 years. So when I tell people this shit, and they're saying, oh, he he shouldn't be a police officer. People like that shouldn't be a police officer. No, they should. Because COP 101 is racism, bigotry, oppression, sexism, homophobia, murder, domestic abuse, all this shit. That's COP 101. People like that are meant to be cops because that's what cops are. And that's why the justice system needs to be changed in America. There are so many first world countries that you can look at right now that do the justice system. Maybe not perfectly, but a million times better. Norway and Finland, two of the number ones that pop up in my head. In Finland, their prisons are like college dorms okay and i know so many people are here like oh we gotta spend all this tax money on prisoners hey dipshit they're fucking human beings and you could be a fucking prisoner one day if you fucking stole a candy bar from walmart like this shit can happen to you you're a human being they're human beings there's no such thing as prisoners there's just people okay so in norway in finland their their prisons look like college dorms. I watched this documentary on Netflix that's about prisons across different countries. And there are workshop classes. There are college classes. Their rooms have nice bedding. 
They're, they look professional. They have TVs. They have access to cell phones. They have access to the internet. And their uh, reoffense rate is like under 10%. I'm going to just real quick, while recording right now, I'm going to look up the United States uh, reoffending rate. So, the United States, as of January 24th, 2019, their recidivism, which is reoffense in a prison system, the rate is 64%. That means of all U.S. prisoners that are currently in prison now, 64% of them either have or will get out and reoffend. And I know that there are so many people that think that's because they're fucked. That's because those people are just bad people. No. If you look at the prison prison system in America, it is a system that is in place to create criminals. Because if you can have a group of people that proves their stereotype to be true, then it is no longer wrong to have that stereotype. One of the biggest stereotypes that I heard growing up was that black people are in gangs, they're murderers, they're rapists, they're killers. How did that stereotype come to be true? Well, first it was put into place by creating a system where people of color, specifically former slaves who are black people, had to commit crimes in order to live safely and healthily. And then, once they get into the prisons, they're abused, they're mistreated, they're fucked with, so that when they come out, their mentality isn't, I was a prisoner, I want to become a better person. Their mentality is, fuck everyone. Fuck that white dude, fuck that white lady, fuck everyone, you can all suck my dick. And then they recommit crimes because that's the mentality that they have because it was put in their head. And when you treat someone like a criminal, when you treat someone like an animal, it doesn't take long before they start to feel like that's all that they are. When you when you live in a prison and you wake up and you're called a criminal, you wake up, you're called an animal, then you have to go to the bathroom at certain times. You have to go outside at certain times. You have to go eat at certain times. Every part of your day is regimented and controlled by someone else. And you're caged like a dog. It does not take long before you start feeling like one. And then you get out. And people who have spent time in prison longer than a year, your head is completely different. And it is so hard to reintegrate into society and change your mentality when for a whole year your entire life was controlled by someone else. So that's what causes recidivism, not because these people are criminals or anything at heart, but because they are made into criminals by the prison system. There are people, and I really should look up this statistic, but I don't even know how I would look it up. A good portion of the recidivism in the United States, uh, it's uh, progressive, I guess you'd say. So basically, like what I'm trying to say is there's people who get arrested for like robbery or... Uh, drug 
trap not even drug trafficking but like just intent to sell and stuff like that they get out and then they go back in for like fucking murder or like rape or some shit like that because the the society that exists in prison is one that is put there to create worse people because then when they commit crimes like that now the police force can say well what do you mean it's racist for me to shoot anyone that's black look at all these black people that went to prison and came out and were 10 times worse than before so of course black people are rapists and murderers look at the proof i mean i'm i'm just spelling it out for you guys to be as plain and simple as i can but there's so much more to it that i couldn't even begin to explain in less than 30 minutes on a podcast Like I said, any articles or facts or statistics that you want, message me personally. I will find them for you. But it it goes without saying that the prison system and the justice system in America, that's spelt with three Ks, by the way, isn't one that is put in place in order to create better citizens. It's put in place to support stereotypes in order to give the police and the rest of the justice system an excuse to go out rape an 18-year-old girl and admit to it and get away with it, shoot an unarmed black boy in his backyard while he's raking leaves, or unload six police officers, just unload their entire pistols into an open freeway for a jewelry thief, kill a 27-year-old UPS driver, father of two, a human fucking being is dead, and they don't face any charges. This is the America that we live in right now, and it's not going to get any better until some shit is done. So it's time that we start creating change. Stop trying to work with the system. Stop trying to vote people in. Stop trying to make laws to create change. Fucking take the shit over, all right? We've tried working with the system for the last 50 years, all right? Segregation was abolished in 1960-something. It is 2019, and there are still segregated schools. There is still systematic racism. There is still murder that happens every single day that is a result of bread racism and hatred in this country, and yet nothing is changing because we're trying to go through the avenues that they created. We cannot make change in a system created to fight change. It's time for a revolution. Let's fucking go. Thanks for listening. Uh, If you liked what you heard, uh, go ahead and send it to your grandma and really uh, make Christmas awkward. Um, send it to your boss, uh, with a bunch of, uh, peach emojis, uh, to get him interested. Um, and, uh, throw icicles at police officers. Just do it. As a joke, of course, you know, for legal purposes. Um, if you liked what you heard, uh, like I said, go ahead and share it. Uh, go ahead and find me on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitter at Annoying Question Boy. Uh, Give me a like. Uh, Go ahead and go on my page in order to find uh, previous podcasts that I recorded uh, for updates and everything like that. And, uh, yeah. uh, Fucking Viva La France. Fuck the police.